Welcome to Chosen, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. I am the watcher of this show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of the series. My name is Mel B, and I am joined, as always, by my Slayer, who this week is very titillated. I guess that's See, a little bit but... <laughs> I give you Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hey, guys. What's up, Mel? I, I told you I'd use the word. You did. You, I, I figured you, you just didn't describe it me. so soon. Well, I figured that's what you would do. Well, you are. You got Spike. I did in two episodes. It was very exciting. Yeah, that's like that's like his quota filled for a long, long time, right? We yeah. don't need him back. We do need him back. <laughs> just saying. I want him back always. <laughs> She likes she she wants the spike. I do want the spike. It's true. He's pretty much so, best. <laughs> Don't even get Willow. I, I know. I need Willow, you to bring up Willow. Willow or Spike? If I had to pick one, it would be Willow. But I do like Misa Spike. He's the so, he's the only like semi intelligent vampire that we get. All the rest of them are terrible and stupid. That's all I got to say. Well, slightly skipping ahead to Angel, uh, he does promise, he tells Angel he had a plan, but he got bored of waiting. It doesn't mean he's not smart. It just means that he um, doesn't like to wait around to get stuff going. (laughs) Obviously, he just, well, that's what happened to him in season two. He had a really good plan Mm -hmm. to break in. And like, sorry to kill Buffy on Saturday, but he got so bored he instead crashed her parent-teacher night. Yeah, he couldn't just wait. Mm. Um. So let's get into the harsh light of day. Oh yeah, shall we? Uh huh. Lot to talk about. Uh huh. There's tons. Um, we started out at the bronze because, of course, we did. Not sure why they're going back to, you know, the high school hangout, but that's that's fine. Because uh, Ozzy's playing there. Yeah, I know. But it just seems like they're going back to, you know, their high school days whenever they're there. I don't know. But we figured out Parker's not a vampire, so that was good. We did see his reflection. <laughs> yeah, she's watching him in the mirror. Yeah, they're, quote, hanging out, and she has, quote, lusty wrong feelings about him. No. And so it's her and Xander and Willow sitting at the table talking while Parker's shooting pool or what have you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what was said. It's been a while since I've actually watched these two episodes. Um, (laughs) But Parker comes over and they're talking and he offers to walk her home because... It's scary out there. And I was like, you have a lot more to be scared of than she does. But it's I know, right? Offer to protect her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I, I always think, you know, Buffy's going to have to end up protecting you, probably. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. She has to end up protecting everybody else. She had to yep. protect a couple of guys, and then they got mad at her. So, you know, it's good times. Yep. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, big plus, Parker has a reflection, and put a big red tick next to it. 
You put a big red what? Tick. Okay. As in, yes, like you Check tick mark? a box. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's like we're speaking different languages. It's almost like that. Um, <laughs> Oz's band is going to go to L.A. So we have that. I was like, excuse me? They're going to L.A.? Hmm. Hmm. They were loading up the uh, the van for the band at that point, and yep. um, Harmony shows up. I bet that was surprising. Um. Well, I remember us talking briefly about the fact that she got bit in the season three finale. I actually personally had bought that up in the season three finale because you like didn't even mention it. I'm like, and did you see Harmony got bit? <laughs> like. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. Mel drops hints left and right. I just I just play right past them. I've realized. Because <laughs> in case anybody doesn't remember, in the last episode, I said something about vampires evolving to be able to be out in sunlight. And she asked if that was a joke or a prediction. And I told her it was a joke. Dang it. Yep. Yeah. You could have come across as really, really smart. I'm just like... <laughs> Ta-da! So now, from now on, if you ever do that, I'm just gonna say whatever I said was actually a prediction. And now you're just gonna mess I'm up. I'm gonna... Oh, yes! <laughs> so, yes. Um, so, she's out there talking to Willow, and she vamp faces, and I was like, called oh. it. Can I just say, though, I love when they're talking about graduation day, and, like, they, they pretty much, like, have a sentence to it, and because Willow's like, I haven't seen you since. And Harmony's like, graduation. Big snake, huh? Yep. And that's and that's how they, like, sum it up. Yeah, pretty big much. Big snake. Big snake. Big, big uh, mare snake is basically what happened. So, yeah. So, yep. she, she vamp faces and wants to kill Willow. She does actually bite Willow, doesn't she? Um, does she I think she I think she bites Willow and then it cuts to the opening credits. I'm pretty sure, but I could be missing something like that. <laughs> but she gets, you know, pulled off a of willow and says something about her boyfriend is gonna take care of everything. And I was like, Yeah, boyfriend? She does she have a vamp boyfriend? Is it a human boyfriend? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, but her her boyfriend's gonna be real mad that they were mean to her. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, she yeah. didn't know how to deal with uh, humans anymore, apparently. Well, she also didn't really know how to deal with humans when she was a human, so I guess I understand. Yeah. But um, we actually see um, Buffy's neck scar, which we haven't really seen yes. before. Yes. I always thought it was we weird do. that we didn't see it before after she got half of her blood sucked out of her, well, more than half of her blood sucked out of her by Angel. Just thought we really I never know. saw the scar. You like it's gonna leave a scar. It's gonna leave a mark. And remember, that's the second time she's been bit. The master bit her as well. Right. Exactly. It's very strange. Well, we also but, talk no, about no, how she gets how she beats up people and doesn't like have bruises ever. So. Yep. But now we see the scar. Mm-hmm. And did you catch how what she wrote it off as? I don't remember. She was bitten by an angry puppy. Oh, yeah, the puppy. Yeah, and then Willow gets bitten by an angry puppy, too. Yeah, the thing is, um, 
it's funny because Angel was referred to by Vampire Willow as a puppy in the Wishverse. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now I got it. Connection made. <laughs> got it. Well, no, I didn't that's actually the connection, but I just think it's hilarious. Well, I think they I think that's was that was on purpose. Mm. I would like to think it's on purpose. Um, if it was just a coincidence that makes it less fun. Yep. But um yeah, so Parker asks her out on another date, and she accepts. Yeah. All I have to say is that his eyebrows are ridiculous. That's all. <laughs> I was like, you need to, like, have those shaped or plucked or something. They were... Black? Ag- they were aggressive. Threaded. <laughs> yes. But they were super have, aggressive. <laughs> have you ever had your eyebrows threaded? It no, I haven't had... Um, Plucking, I haven't had, um... Waxing? I haven't had any of that. So, no. Not so much. Oh, I couldn't live without having my eyebrows waxed. No. I'm good. (laughs) My eyebrows aren't that bad. They're actually pretty shaped on their own. No. But mine, also, I don't have much of an eyebrow, so the other problem I get is they're really short. (laughs) See, look, you have none. Well, when we wax them, we're waxing the excess from the bottom and the top and trying to give it a shape, so the short one, because they, yeah, they don't go very far down my eye, mm-hmm. along my eye, so yeah. Fine. But anyways. Yeah. Um, but apparently Parker needs to shave his eyebrows. Not necessarily shave it. They're just very aggressive. He needs to do something with them. That's all I have to say. He needs to style them in some yes, fashion. He needs to. he needs to... Do something. Um, um, so we cut to Giles and Xander, and Giles throwing major shade at poor Xander. It's always a good mm-hmm. one. He was like, I yeah, they, were, um, they were putting books on the shelves, and Xander's like, I don't get your crazy system. And Giles is like, the system? It's called the alphabet. Yes. <laughs> poor well, guy. Uh, it, all the books from the Sunnydale High Library. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> Is it? R.I.P. Sunnydale High. Well, they got blown up. Would any of the books have survived? No, no, they... Remember they rescued them beforehand? Did they? And that's, I couldn't remember. Yes. They they were boxing them all, and that's when uh, oh, Wesley oh. and Delia had their kiss and realized right. that... Um, yeah, it's not going to work out. May, yeah, maybe this isn't what they want. No, not so much. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess I just totally forgot about that. But... Anya right. shows up, mm. and she wants to talk to Xander about something. Fancy that. Mm-hmm. She just appears. Yeah. Ta-da. Um, I don't, I was like, what, what in the world did she have to talk to Xander about? She and wants to know where their relationship's going. What <laughs> relationship was my question? I think that's Xander's question as well. Yeah, because she splitsville after they had they went to prom, and then she asked him to run away with her because of the impending apocalypse, and she left, and that's all we heard. Yep. And apparently she's been having naked dreams about him. <laughs> and she's telling all this in front of Giles. Giles is very uncomfortable with this whole situation. But yes, she tells him that she wants to date him. And Xander's not the best person to talk to about that kind of stuff because he had one relationship that he freaking screwed up. And like, 
he never asked Cordelia to be, like be his girlfriend. I don't think. I think they just kind of fell together, and that was kind of how that mm. whole thing worked. Yep. And, you know, he slept with one person. Actually, there's a line in this episode where he goes, still more romantic than Faith. I mean, that's not untrue. Do we just but assume anyways, that Faith's plug got pulled and that she's dead? Is that what we're supposed to assume here? I don't know. What, is that what you think? Well, we haven't... We've gotten zero mention of Faith, except for Xander saying, still more romantic. We've gotten nothing on her. Last time we heard she was in a coma, and she's unlikely to ever wake up. I just assume she's still in the coma. Mm. Seems suspicious. Certainly people in comas. Well, no. Just pull their plug, Marissa cries. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. No, No, Marissa, you just, you would just pull someone's plug. You'd be like, oh, look, they've been in a coma for a week. Let's just pull that i'm saying i'm saying you need to reference that faith is still breathing for me to know that she's still breathing i can't just assume that so you're gonna assume someone pulls her plug dude they haven't referenced her and they haven't gone to visit her so what am i supposed to think happened in in tv shows don't like American TV shows. They always have people in comas for like years, and they just like lie there, and people just like stand around looking very sad about it. Yeah, and you know they haven't been standing think... around her sad. Well, maybe there are people standing around her sad, like some nurses. Oh, oh random nurses! They care. This poor young girl. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Because she had the mayor, and then he got exploded. So I'm not sure who's taking care of all her affairs. The state? Would they keep her on life support if it's super expensive? I'm pretty sure they just pull the plug at that point. Well, you are American, so you tell me. (laughs) Oh, well, we like to keep people alive even if they're in super amounts of pain. So, you know, that's always good. So she's probably still alive. Oh, probably. Just kept in her coma. (laughs) I was not saying to pull the plug on people, just so everyone's clear. Nah, Marissa would totally pull the plug. I'd pull the plug on you, Mel. Aww. <laughs> I'm sorry. Aww. After we finish Buffy, though. Yes, of course. <laughs> We've got other things planned for after we finish Buffy, though, so it might not exactly work out. As long as we always have projects, you're you're going to stay alive. It's pretty much how that goes. Um, okay, um, so just quickly, is that a, just so our audience knows why I sound funny today, is that also on the proviso that I get my sound card working again? Yeah, so she's on her phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm recording from my phone. Not ideal, but at least we're recording. Yes, because if we didn't, then you'd get nothing, and then you wouldn't be able to hear any of this riveting conversation. Or titillating. About Marissa, about Marissa pulling people's plugs. Yeah, pretty much. Don't ever put me in charge of your affairs. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. We go back to Buffy and Parker. Yes. It's a good door that Buffy has on her room. Mm-hmm. Um, and they lean in to kiss, and then Willow and I show up. Dang yep. It. They screwed it all up. 
Oh my gosh, I sorry. My Can you hear that in the background? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have... there's an angry duck. Well no, I have a clock that on each hour it plays a different bird sound. <laughs> <laughs> So, and it hasn't worked for a while because the batteries died. So, yeah, that's that. Mm. Anywho, um, something was said and I was like, Buffy, you dated a dead guy, so you know how that goes. Because I think they mentioned that they ran into Harmony and Harmony has a boyfriend. Yeah, and she goes, who would date Harmony? Yeah, well... I'm not sure if it was so much dated Harmony or who would date a vampire. Excuse you, Buffy. No, I think more who would. I think it's more dated Harmony because she's horrible. You know, there's been other. Yeah, Harmony was always horrible. But the other thing is, um, Oz goes that Devin and Harmony dated, but uh, Devin stopped dating her because she was flaky. And if we call our minds back to season two. Cordelia was dating Devin and he was flaky. So they were perfect for each other is what you're saying. No, she was too flaky even for Devin. Oh. Huh. That's what Ozzy's implying. He goes, Devin dated her, but she was flaky. <laughs> huh. I just realized that Willow kind of pulls a Cordelia when she brags about dating a guy in a band. Because I know that she complained, she, like, would always talk, like, Cordelia would always talk about how she was dating a guy in a band. Huh. Or she was hmm. dating a footballer, or she was dating this guy, or that guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Willow hasn't had a lot of guys to brag about, but I'm just saying that she does brag about her cute boyfriend that's in a band, and goes to college and lives on campus. Not that mm. I'm, not that I'm taking anything away from her. She can brag all she wants. Just saying. <laughs> because it's Willow and not Cordelia. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I say the Band-Aid on Willow's neck looks totally useless in this scene. I mean, so much so that I had to make a comment about it in my notes. Oh, okay. What kind of, what kind of Band-Aid was it? I can't even remember. But I have a note saying the Band-Aid's useless. I want to just say it's Hello Kitty, just because I feel like that's what it would be. <laughs> At least I hope it would be. Anywho, so we cut to Harmony going back to underground wherever they they're staying, and Spike oh, oh, just is quickly, there. Just before you jump to Spike, <laughs> Buffy says that Harmony's boyfriend must be the most tolerant guy in the world. Not exactly. Well, that's a funny thing when you think about how. Wait, who's the boyfriend? Spike. Scream again. Spike. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> It's very exciting. When you think about it, like, Spike did tolerate all of Drusilla's. But that's because he was pretty sure him and Drusilla belonged together. Him and Harmony, yeah. not so much. <laughs> um. So, yeah, she goes in there and she walks up to this guy that has a welder's mask on or something. Yeah. yeah. And, like, kisses him on the neck or something and then he pulls it off and it's Spike! And I had so many questions and thoughts. <laughs> I, I paused it so I could write down all these thoughts. I was like, I'll probably get the answers later on, but I need to write them down. <laughs> I was like, why is he back? Where's Drew? Are they done for good? How did he meet Harmony? I'm so confused and in love with the fact that he's back. Yes, <laughs> I was excited. 
well, Harm, he, he, he's there on a mission, yep. but Harmony's all like telling him about how she wants him to go and kill Willow for her. And he's trying to explain why that's a bad idea. Yeah, if you kill the best friend of the Slayer, it's probably going to bring down the Slayer's wrath on you. Yep. It's probably he's like, good. I'm here undercover. <laughs> yeah, that's going to work out for a while. Yeah, but so Harmony's all like... Yeah, Harmony's all about... She called him Blondie Deer, which is super annoying. No, no, it's Blondie Bear. Ah, right. Okay, I do have that written down like that. I just, when I read it, it got all jumbled. But yeah. Okay. Ugh, Blondie Bear, stop it. But they were trying to break into a crypt. A random crypt, you know, just randomly. And uh-huh. uh, Spike had no time for the vampire contractor shit, so he basically was like, I'm just going to hurt you if you don't tell me the facts that I need to know. Yep, that's very Spike. Yes, he doesn't take anybody's shit except for Drew's, but Drew left him for a chaos demon. I'm pretty sure. No, no. There was a no, different this time guy? It was a fungus demon this time. Ooh. That's what Harmony says later on. Oh boy, I bet that's I bet that's hot and heavy where they're concerned. <laughs> oh man! But um, she wants to go out and party and not be locked up. And um, he's done with her shit yeah. already. Yeah, he's like um, not as infatuated with Harmony as he was with Drew. Hmm. Yep. And he's not even worried he about d- being mean. Like, he would get upset with Drew and then, like, yell at her and then apologize, but he doesn't even care at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, Drew would start crying and then Spike would be like, I'm the worst person in the world. Like, I should be in the sunlight burning right now because I've been so mean to you. Yes. And while at one stage Harmony goes off at him and he uh, is upset, she's upset and he goes, love hurts, baby. Yeah, pretty much. She doesn't care. Yeah. She's basically the absolute worst. And I don't like them together. <laughs> Not about it. Um, but, but I am a sucker get... for Spike's half-smiling, seductive look. I'm all about oh, it. Oh, that comes later. Yeah. I know. I'm just but, saying. Well, Harf, yeah, Harmony does convince him to take her out to a party. Oh, yeah. It's going to be super fun. They're going to have something mm. to eat. Yep. Or a person. Yep. And guess who's at the party? It's Buffy and Parker. I almost forgot Parker's <laughs> name. <laughs> but yeah, he was trying to you know, stay under the radar and not alert the Slayer to the fact that he's back. And uh, ta-da! Hello, Buffy. Whoops. And he's like, well, this is an interesting sort of double date. Oh yeah, certainly one way to say it. Um, why is it suddenly every vampire chick is dogging on Buffy's sense of style? I know. It's, like, so mean. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, none of them ever picked up on that when she was in high school. I don't understand it. Well, there, I'm trying to think, apart from Drusilla, there weren't any female... Oh, and Dala. Yes. But Dala couldn't comment on anyone's fashion since she dressed up as a schoolgirl. This is true. She was all about it. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, 
Apparently, Spike likes Parker. He's got vulnerability. Yeah, I love that so much. He's like, let's see the new boy. Yep. I mean, he's he's not a vampire, so there's that. That's that one big change. Yep. And um, then he's they've got like their drunk friend with them. Mhm. Yeah, super and drunk. I love like the moment of tension between like Spike and Buffy as they stare at each other, and Spike just throws the guy at them and tries to flee with Harmony. Yeah, it doesn't exactly work out so well. Her dress is not made for playing. No. You always have to wear something that you could run in. It's basically what I've come to the conclusion of. Yeah, if you're around the Slayer, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Buffy was carrying uh, Mr. Pointy with her. Always a good idea. ABC, always be carrying. Yeah. This is where I wrote down, I thought we knew about Drew leaving him for the Chaos Demon, but apparently it's a Fungus Demon. Yep. And Harmony doesn't know how to keep her mouth shut, basically. So she no. looks like that they're there to get the gem of, what's it called? Amara. Yeah, Amara. Oh, Spike's so pissed. Because, like, first she reveals that Drusilla left him for a fungus demon because Buffy goes, what's wrong, Spike? Did Drusilla leave you, dump you again? And she goes, well, perhaps I dumped her. Nope. Not exactly. No, you would never boy. dump Drusilla. Let's be real. That wouldn't happen. My poor boy. I feel so sorry for him. Like, you know, they've been together for God knows how long. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she just starts dumping him all of a sudden. Yeah, they've been together, I mean, I guess as long as Spike has been a vampire, which we still haven't gotten the story of. I still want to know. You ever going to find out? Like, can you even tell me that? I'm not telling you anything. I hate you. This is why I would pull the plug on you. Anywho. <laughs> then you're not allowed to finish Buffy. I would find someone else to be my my watcher. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Well. I still have to be we'll nice see to how you. it I, is. I am going over to Australia. I have to find myself a hotel room instead. <laughs> Yeah, you just arrive at the airport and I don't come and get you. Damn. <laughs> Cold-hearted. Anywho. Um, so, yeah, Harmony doesn't know how to keep her mouth shut. And then we cut to um, Xander hanging up a disco ball in the basement. That is his room. Yep. Yep. And it's a bachelor pad now. Oh, yeah. Super bachelor pad with uh, the washer and the dryer. Yeah, well, she she comes in and and she's like, "Oh, your mother let me in," and she said to add fabric softener. Yep, once that once that uh, buzzes. I, I, just I add I, fabric softener at the beginning of a load. I'm not sure why you wouldn't. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> you pull out the thing and it's got. Uh, I've got a front loader. It's got a yeah. bit for dishwashing. Sorry, clothes washing detergent. <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, funny. Yeah. Then we started on the way, yeah. Sure. And then, yeah, and then, like, other slot for something that I'm still not quite sure what it is. It might be pre-wash or something. I didn't know you should pre-wash your clothes, um, but apparently. Well, we have. And then. Yeah, and then they have perfect fabric, fabric softener. Yeah. Maybe it was different 90s, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we have one for the detergent, and then there's a section for bleach, and then fabric uh, We never use bleach, so. That's probably what mine's for. <laughs> I have but no yeah. idea. Anywho. So, Anya's yep. there, and um, she wants to talk. Yep, so Xander offers her a drink. And she takes her clothes off. Do you think she was naked under her dress? Yes, Mel. I believe that that's what <laughs> happened. Well, she might have just been wearing, like, underwear. <laughs> I just love how it's shot, how, you know, you can just see her um, her wedged heels, her wedged sandal heels in her dress, I which mean, crumples up to the floor. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to try to seduce someone, you are naked under a dress and then you're just in heels. I've heard that that's how that works. And... Xander squeezes the juice box. I mean, he's a guy, so that's usually how that would go. So we cut to Giles talking to Buffy about the gem of Amara. Yep. And he's basically like, it doesn't exist. It's not real. And I was like, Giles, vampires aren't supposed to be real either. Just, just we, go with it here. Yeah, can we just suspend disbelief and act like it's real so you can do your research? Because we all know you're going to find out that it exists. Yeah, but, um, well, he, he says he's going to do the research anyway, but his reasoning is it's they've scoured the earth for it and no one's ever found it. Well, have they scoured Sunnydale? I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, Buffy, one, Buffy's on a payphone. God, oh, we talked about those last week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> But um, she she says she's going to go to bed and returns to the party. Yeah, probably a good. Idea. Can we can we just stop lying to Giles? Like, just say I'm off to party, Giles. See ya. Okay, bye. I'm an adult. Pretty much, like, just what's with all the lying? Hashtag um, truth. <laughs> That's all we all need. Um, and then we cut to. Spike and Harmony. No. Xander and Anya. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. That was cozy. Anya is explaining that uh, they need to have sex so that she can get rid of her feelings for Xander. (laughs) Um, are you sure that that's before? Because I have quotes from Spike before I have another quote from Anya. Um... Pretty sure that the Spike and Harmony. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, I've only got one lot. I've only got one line for Spike and Harmony, so I missed it in my crushed up. (laughs) Yeah, handwriting. Yeah. Um, we get Spike basically like, I don't want you around, so you should go off and do other things. Well, she isn't this the one where she's in bed Mm -hmm. and he's sitting there. You know. She's reading a magazine with Antonio and Banderas in it, and he's got the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. And she's like, is Antonio Banderas a bit vampire? Yeah. She was asking about a bunch of different celebrities at some point. And, well, she, she wanted, then she goes, can I go make him a vampire? And Spike's like, no. Actually, yes. <laughs> On second thought, yes, go, go do, do that. that. Take your time. Yeah, take your time. Don't forget Melanie and the kids as well. 
being his wife yes, and kids. I understand. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Um, but um, and she notices that she doesn't have a pulse or a heartbeat. I was like, did but she's you, got these. Did you just notice that you're dead? But yeah, didn't she say she wanted a stethoscope? Yes, she wanted to go kill a doctor to take the stethoscope to listen to her heart not beating. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently she's not into bondage. She makes that very clear. I don't see why you would not be into that, but that's fine. You're a vampire. Aren't you supposed to be into weird stuff? But that's yeah, that's either, neither here nor there. And she calls Drusilla Dorcas. That's not nice. I didn't appreciate that. Mm. Well, it gets Spike all riled up. Yeah, he pulls her hair. And, it's great. Yeah, and you know, these blue veins, she doesn't know what they're for, and she, like, made just to get him into bed. Yep. <laughs> That's what matters, I guess, that she can get him hot and bothered. Still don't know how vampire mm. anatomy works. Still unclear on that. <laughs> just saying. Still, and, you're still, and you're still not sure how they even ended up together. No. No idea. Well, he's hot. That's basically as far as it goes. Yeah, I can see how Harmony ended up with him, but how did he end up with Harmony? Uh, he's lonely since Drew left him. He's not being, uh, you know, <laughs> celibate because of the fact that she left him and he was in love with her. Mm. That would be ridiculous. Yep. Um. So then we get Anya telling Xander yep. that she needs to have sex with him to... um. Put him behind her, figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> apparently having sex is the best way to get over your feelings for someone. Yeah, apparently. Basically, she I, wants to use him for sex, is basically what happened. I think, um... Mm-hmm. I think Anya's a little bit confused. <laughs> About what, exactly? About, About how human works. interaction works. Yeah. Well, she says she watched some movies, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Xander tries to refuse at first. Yeah, he doesn't want to feel used again. Hmm. It's still more romantic than uh, the whole faith thing. Yep. Not surprising. No. I think he says romantic. I think he says, he either says surprisingly or this is still more romantic than Faith. I think he says surprisingly, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, and the washing machine goes off for fabric softener. Yep. Way to kill the mood. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. It'll be fine. Like, do you pause the whole thing that's going on to put in fabric softener? Probably. You don't want your mom to be mad at you or anything. Yeah. <laughs> don't want it coming down. To check on it. No, you do not want that. Um, so we go back to Parker and Buffy, and Parker asks the most hilarious question ever in the history of forever. If she dated Spike. Uh, Buffy's laughter. She just can't get over how outrageous that is. I mean, that is a hilarious question. I'm glad that she laughed so hard at it. Yeah. But she did date a vampire, so he's not far off. No, he, he he dated a vampire in Spike's lineage. Yeah, she dated Spike's dad, so 
There's she that. could have been she could have been Spike's stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sire of mine. <laughs> oh boy, it's good times. Um. I liked the exchange where I think I could get a dance with the prettiest girl at the party and Buffy goes, and what do I do? Just stand there and watch. Mm. I was like, it's uh, good. Yeah, I, I like her lie about Spike being an alcoholic and he wasn't meant to be drinking and all this well, stuff. Drinking. He wasn't supposed to be drinking blood from Not Sunnydale well, people, but you know, yeah. <laughs> yep. He, he hasn't exactly kept his promise to stay out of Sunnydale. Nope. He's back. Mm. He's been back um, a couple times. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah, because he was back last season. Yep. Good times. Um, I liked Sorry, the shirt, <laughs> but I would never be able to wear it. I have to wear a bra. I can't do the whole not no bra thing can't do it i don't know how she goes without a bra um, mm. especially because she like has to fight vampires i'm like support the support the um the puppies the tatas <laughs> yes i, I don't want to use puppies <laughs> we've used puppies a couple of times for other yes things. we have the angry puppy that attacks people exactly um uh, specifically the neck region right why why the neck how big is this puppy that it can jump up and bite your neck is my question Anyway. I love the song that they dance to and all that. What is the song? Do you have the name of it? Yeah, Lucky Ones. Oh, yeah. By yeah. Biff Naked. Very good. It was a good song. Yeah, I really like that song. They, yeah. have, they have a whole talk about the fact that he's into history and... Oh, uh, he's so fake deep. He's he's woke. He's woke mm. AF. But, but is he Matt Hardy woke? <laughs> not quite, but he could get there. Um, uh, this is something about well, having to make choices, and I was like, Buffy doesn't uh, have a choice. Well, the other thing is, if you think the conversation, he's trying to give himself an out for later. You know, it's about living in the moment and all these things. Like, it's, you know, him mm-hmm. trying to be like, without saying this is a one-night stand, having it as a one-night stand so it can have plausible deniability later. Oh, yeah. He never gives a uh, a real time that he... He doesn't ever really say that they're together. But he makes it exactly. sound good. Yep. So, long story short, he um, gets her in bed. So, there's that. Yep. Look, like... Sh- <sighs> Yes. It was consensual. I, I'm not How, saying it wasn't. However, at the same time, like, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying, oh, he raped her, but he wasn't honest with her. I know. Which annoys she, me. Well, she made a conscious decision without... To get in bed. Yes. Without um, having the discussion of what is this before it goes any farther. Yeah. And she's free to do whatever she wants. If she wants to sleep with a bunch of guys, that's on her. But mm. it's not, it wouldn't have been fair to take what he said and interpret and think that he meant that they were a couple without actually explicitly having that conversation. Yeah. I think she figured they'd have that conversation after the fact, but that's probably not a good idea. Mm. 
get Great. payment up front is what I'm saying, basically. <laughs> um, amidst this, we have Giles's research come together. Oh yeah, and he's trying to get onto Buffy, but she's not home. I for a second thought that they were in Buffy's room, and I was like, "Is Giles going to interrupt? That would be <laughs> awkward." Nope. Nope, they're in uh, Parker's room. Yeah, so Giles has to leave a message about the fact that, you know, the gem of Amara exists because Giles just needs to assume everything exists at this point. Yep. And Spike might actually be onto something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he was onto something at the fact that it exists and it can do things and make you invincible. And it's basically. in Sunnydale. Yep, it's in the Valley of the Sun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to the next morning. Yeah. And Parker wasn't there when she woke up. I thought he bailed. Well, he wasn't there when she woke up. He came back. I know. I thought he bailed when she woke up and he wasn't there. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I thought you said he was there. I thought he bailed. As in, oh, he was there. I was surprised. Okay. Well, I thought he bailed and then he came back and I was like, oh, how nice. He brought coffee. Yep. And says he'll call her, but he's got to go see his mother. Uh Uh-huh. Likely story. (laughs) Yep. And, um... We see that uh, Anya and Xander were also getting sexy. Yes. And the next morning she figures that it's over now and she can move on. Well, he said, she said, I'm over you now. And then he said, okay, I'm pretty sure that's all he said. And then she gets mad. I was like, well, you said yeah. you were Poor over Xander. him. What did you expect him to say? Ugh. Yeah, he's just, like, trying to be agreeable. He's like, okay, if that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> women are... Clearly that's not what she wants. That's why I can't date women, so, aside from the fact that I'm not attracted to them that way. Women are the worst. <laughs> You're like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, I... Ugh, boy. But, um... Spike and Harmony. So she storms out and like, oh, yes, no. Ew. (laughs) Yeah, she's drawing on him in lipstick on his back. Yep, Spike loves Harmony. No, he hates you. You just had angry hate sex. That's all that was. I mean, I'm sure it was fun, but uh, don't read more into that than there already is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he gets mad at her, and she's like, I think you care about that gem more than me. And he goes, I love syphilis more than you. Ouch. (laughs) Yep. Um, We get uh, Buffy coming back to her dorm, and Willow and Giles are there Mm -hmm. waiting for her. She was studying all night. That's what happened. Uh Uh-huh. Except Willow knows it's actually going on. Yep, and very quickly gets rid of Giles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but basically they're like, the, the Gem of Amara exists. Update done. Yep. Yep, you can leave Giles. We, we need to talk about Parker. We need to talk about boys. 
Mm. Um, let's see here. Is that when they talk about so, the fact that her and Parker hooked up and everything's new and exciting and having to wait for him to call? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So they have that, and uh, so she says, yeah, she sits down by her phone all day and he never rings. Nope. <laughs> and then when she does have to leave, when she comes back, she checks uh, the messages and there are none. So. Uh, poor Buffy. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Spike has broken, starts breaking into the crypt. Mm-hmm. So he has told everyone they're not allowed to leave the lair because Buffy might follow them back. Mm-hmm. And he, he calls Harmony and House Kitty now. Didn't he call her a stupid bent? That he called her that too, but he he goes, "You're you're an inside kitty now." Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, and then and then she throws a tanty because um he she doesn't want to be stuck in the crypt. She wants to go to France. And yep. Oh, when she starts whinging, all the minions groan and roll their eyes, and yeah. Spike's just left to deal with her. Mm-hmm. And she says, "This is the part I find." So she goes, "I don't know why you why I let you be so mean to me," and he goes, "Love hurts, baby. Love shouldn't hurt, but let's just let the guys we love treat us like crap because we don't want to be alone. That sounds like a fantastic idea." Mm. She's basically yep. in an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah, she's definitely in an abusive relationship with Spike. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Makes me sad for her. I mean, I don't like her, but she doesn't deserve to be treated like that. No one deserves to be treated like that. Exactly. Uh, so Buffy doesn't hear from Parker and hasn't heard anything about where Harmony it and Spiker. Yep. But then we uh, see them getting into the crypt. Yep, they break through. Uh-huh. And they're taking different stuff and Harmony's being annoying and he decides to try to dust her. Can I say, before that happens, uh, he thinks that the gem is a necklace <laughs> and so he rips the necklace off the corpse, the skeleton, and Harmony goes, like you're too good to work a clasp. <laughs> it's too, it'd be too much work. Yeah. It's and he more dramatic. Gra- yeah. He puts it on and grabs a cross. Yeah. But it burns his hand. Yep, no good. No good. Yeah, but he, And uh, me- meanwhile, Harmony prattles on at him. Yeah, and she asks what she can have, and he goes, I don't care, you can take whatever you want. Hmm. And uh, then he goes to stake her, and it doesn't work because she's because wearing she's this... annoying. Yeah, well, super annoying. But uh, he goes to stake her, it doesn't work because she's wearing this ring, and he picks up a cross just to make sure and, like, puts it against her and it doesn't burn. So he's pretty sure that that's what's going on. I would have liked it more if mm. it was a tiara. <laughs> you want to see Spike in a tiara? Yeah, why not? Seems like a good <laughs> idea. But uh, he puts on the ring. Actually, just quickly, she's so upset, and she takes the ring off and, like, throws it. And he catches it. He was he had really good reflexes. Yeah. Because he cares about the ring more than her. We've known this. Mm. Yep. Um, so, so, 
we go to the Scoobies uh-huh. at Jaza's house. And, you know, they're all searching for answers, and Xander finds this TV, and he's like, look, everybody, Jaws is just as shallow as the rest of us. Mm-hmm. He has a TV. And I think Charles Jar- yeah. made a claim that it doesn't work, but then they turned it on. It does work. Don't, don't lie to us, yeah. Giles. I want to know what Giles <laughs> watches on TV in his free time. Hmm. The news? Why? It's so depressing. <laughs> Because he's that kind of guy. Yeah, I guess. And, I mean, when they turn the TV on, the news does come on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe. And they're talking about how something collapsed because something was dug up underneath it. And we're like, hmm. Yeah. Seems suspicious. A sinkhole caused by erosion. Mm-hmm. Erosion by vampires. Yep. Yes, by, by little mole vampires. Yeah. Um, so Giles sends Xander off to find Buffy. Uh-huh, and basically, Parker's a scumbag. Mm. He's talking up another girl, telling her the same story about his dad dying, I think. Is this his dad? Yeah. I think so. Uh, I think so, yeah. He's t- yeah, he's using the same lines on this other girl. Yep. And um, he, he doesn't understand why Buffy is so upset. It was fun, mm. and that's all that he really says about it. Can I say, I don't get Parker's game, though. He goes through a lot of effort to get some, like, one-night stands. He wants sex. It's college. Surely it, you just go to a party and you can pick someone up. You have to... I mean, it's like he's ugly. <laughs> he's got those aggressive eyebrows. He has to work hard. Well, no, uh-huh. I mean... He didn't have to work that hard to get Buffy to sleep with him. Uh, Buffy, yes. But I mean in general. He probably tells the same story about living in the moment and blah 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 to every girl. And that probably gets them all swoony. He doesn't. He has to tell probably. one story and that's it. But, but he, he saw her for several days, de- like uh, uh, at least a week before he slept with her. Maybe he just really wanted that, wanted her, and I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Mel. Well, either way, either way, he makes her think she's in the wrong. Yeah. For misinterpreting what they had. And she, oh. You ghosted her after the whole sexy time, so. Yep. Uh, Can I say, meanwhile... Uh, the Scoobies arrive, well, Giles, Willow, and Oz arrive at the underground lair and go into the crypt and find Harmony crying. And she's like, being a vampire sucks. It's the worst. Poor thing. They, they don't even, they're, they're, they're just like, uh-huh. They're not very nice to her, no. But yeah, Spike, Spike was so mean to her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, he was my blondie bear. Oh. Sad day. Um, mm. So Spike basically punches Buffy in the face. Well, yeah. So can I say everyone conveniently vanishes before this fight starts? Yeah, everybody's not there for this. Yeah, they're all in class. That's basically what happened. Yeah, and you know, it's after Parker after Parker walks away, pretty much you hear Spike's voice. Yep, punches her in the face. 
Yep, and they have then they have their fight after afterwards. Undoubtedly, an ad break. Oh yeah, there was an ad break. Mm. Um, he can't wait to see if he freckles, so that's good. Yeah, freckly vampire. <laughs> Yep. Um, so. Da, 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 da. He's mean to her, and then he's just gross about her and Parker, and then he's just downright cruel about the whole thing. Yeah, he's like, I wonder what it's like, what he had to do to spread your dimply knee, to get between your dimply knees. Yeah. And he talks about Angel. Of course he does. He knows mm. how to get under her skin. He I think he's just one of those people who can get under anybody's skin. But he knows how to go about that. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, he, knows he knows what how to, to get use. Under, like, anyone. Yeah. Yes. Um, then Xander runs under, in. Try, <laughs> yeah, he, he's, to he's, he's, he's totally helpful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not. Yep. Um, so, duh, 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 they fight. Basically. Yes, and yes, yeah, Spike. Spike, of course, loses the ring, so he's forced to flee from the sunlight. Yeah. And um, she takes it back to the Scooby Round Table. Yes, and declares it's to go to Angel. Of course, because she's the best. That is the way it should be. Yep. But um, she, as they're walking back to the dorm with just her and Willow, she wants to know if she's repulsive. <laughs> Yeah, and Willow calls Parker a poop head. I mean, he is. She's not wrong. But Willow mm. promises that if Buffy were repulsive, she would tell her. Yes, because she's her best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, I'll tell you that at the end. Anyways, the last thing we see is Buffy, Harmony, and Anya all walking in different directions, all sad and dejected. Yeah. Poor lonely girls. Mm. Sad day. Yeah. Aww. Um. So the victim that's chained to the wall in Spike's lair. Mhm. He's referred to as Asian Joe. He was a recurring extra in Sunnydale High. Oh boy. So, yeah, and Buffy has the, sorry, Harmony has the line where she's like, I think I had him in math last year. I didn't like him then either. Oh. But, yeah, he was in Earshot. Buffy overheard him thinking about becoming a software billionaire. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. So, that was our episode. What do you think? It was really good. I liked it a lot. Mostly Mm. just because of Spike, but, you know. Any episode with Spike is good by me. Yep, I've I've I figured that about you. <laughs> so um, I that's why I was like, I think you're really going to be happy. Uh huh. You did talk it up, and it didn't disappoint. Yep. yep. Um, I I'd say you'll be devastated in the future, but you're happy this week. What? What? <sighs> Fine. <laughs> um, shall I go to international titles or is there anything else you want to say? No, nope, you go for those international titles. Mm. So, we have Disillusion. 
mm-hmm. the cruel the cruel light of the day, the hurtful light of the day, a stone the stone of Amara, sorry, the rough light of the day. What was disillusion or disillusion? French. Okay. Okay. That's pretty good. This, yeah, the stone of Amara was the Germans. The cruel light of day, sorry, the cruel light of the day was the Portuguese Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hurtful light of the day was the Spanish Latin America, and the rough light of the day was the Spanish from Spain. Nice. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. And what will we be rating this episode? It was an eight. Same for me. Yeah, it was good. And, I mean, they had a good mix of, uh, you know, the things between the Scoobies and also with figuring out what the bad guy was up to. So that was a good mix. And Spike was there. <laughs> you do like your Spike. I do. It's true. And what will our, well, your favorite moment be this week? My favorite moment, I think, I think it's the fight between Spike and Buffy. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'm constantly astounded by how good the choreography has gotten. So I'll just yeah, think back to those first totally couple tell. episodes, and I was like, "Oh boy." Yeah, uh, it, was, yeah. it was really good. The though. um, the stunt performer for Spike is way too stocky to be Spike. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, but it's a good. They they have good, a good scene. Mm. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. My favorite moment has to be Spike and Harmony running into Buffy at the frat party. That's also good. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it where Spike's like, well, let's see the new boy. I, I like him. And Parker like, yes, Parker tries to introduce himself. He's just turns Buffy's like, I like him. He has vulnerability. It's <laughs> one way to describe it. And your character shout out. It's going to go... Actually, I think I'm going to give it to Harmony this week. Oh, yeah? Because that poor girl just wants to be loved. (laughs) She thought she found a vampire boyfriend to love her and protect her, and no such luck. Mm. Poor girl. She was just trying to be helpful. Mine is going to go to Buffy... Because she just wants to be loved and have a good relationship and, you know, not have someone she sleeps with turn out to be evil. Not that Parker's actually evil. Right, I was about to say. Not that Parker's actually, like, a demon or anything. He's just a scumbag. Yep. Which is a different kind of evil. Mm. Uh, Next week's episode. Mm Mm-hmm. The title is Fear Itself. Well, I think that there's going to be... um, Fear can be the most destructive uh, emotion. Is it emotion? Well, the most destructive thing that someone can feel. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like there's going to be, we're going to say that there is a witch on campus. Do we know if uh, Willow has turned Amy back into a human yet? <laughs> I, I don't think, think we do. She, I don't think she has. <laughs> we haven't seen her for a while. <laughs> no, we haven't even gotten a reference. See, the whole not referencing people is a problem because you don't know what happened. Anywho. So did they pull the plug on Amy? Did, did did they just, you know, put her in a plastic bag and put some, um... That's cruel. Uh, Why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, did like did, does Willow have a cage that she brought Amy to college in? Like, I don't feel like we've seen that. Should keep an eye out for that. Anywho. I feel like maybe, to... maybe she left her at her parents' house. Maybe. But who's feeding her? Her parents aren't around a lot. She's starving, Amy? That's not true. Sure they were. I, I used to leave my pet rats with my parents when I had to go away. Did your rats die? No, they're fine. Okay. Anyway. My parents seem to start to like them. Oh, well, that's good. Do you have any fun names for your rats? They were all named after thieves. <laughs> okay. I'll it was appropriate, that. trust me. Okay. I understand. Anyways. Yes. Um, fear is the most destructive feeling. Yes. Is there a witch on campus? Yes. Is there a witch on campus? We know it's not Amy because we're assuming she's still a rat. Um, but I feel like a witch of some sort is going to put a spell on maybe a bunch of students, maybe just a few students that drives them insane with fear. And either they will hurt themselves or hurt somebody else. I feel like there's going to be something, something with witchcraft involved. We haven't had a witch in a while. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's it. There we go. That's that's the prediction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, with that, let's have a tone change. Let's do it. Now we enter the dark, murky world of Angel. Ooh, or in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we even actually go to talk about the episode, the international titles, the Germans, they are the Ring of Amara. Do you know what their title for last episode was? Uh, no. Do you remember? No. The Stone of Amara. Excuse you. You... That, okay. You just don't even care at that point. Like, we're going to tell you these are about the same things. Yeah. That is easy. Like, I actually really like how, you know, last episode in English was Harsh Light of Day and this one's in the dark. Yeah, contrast. They're similar, but yeah, far enough apart. Germans don't care. They're like, we're just going to tell everybody that these are about the exact same thing. May as it's like they may as well just title episodes with the plot. Well, sometimes they do. Sometimes when you read the international titles, I'm like, that's exactly what happened in the, in the uh, story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. Anyways, Angel. Yeah. Um. We we start with a girl running down an alley. It's always a good mm-hmm. way to start. It's always a blonde girl. Can't yep. hurt blonde, you can't hurt blonde girls when Angel's around. Nope. 
Um, um, he saves her from he goes her abusive, hide, druggy hide. boyfriend, basically. Yeah, because she's hiding behind a bin and Lenny comes up with his gun and he's going to shoot her and he's like, you're in downtown LA at night, no one's going to help you. Wrong! Angels there. There is the Dark Avenger. Yeah. And then we find out he was he was hired. He wasn't. He didn't just show up. Which makes it a lot uh, he, less uh, superhero esque to be hired. Yep. He, he. But hey, he's still helping people. That's what he wants to do. Uh huh. And, and she came to him seeking help. Yeah. And Spike. We got Spike in this episode too. With he's, his monologue. Yeah, he's doing a narration of the two of their. Uh, conversation how can i thank you you mysterious black clad hunk of a night thing no need little lady your tears of gratitude are enough for me you see i was once a badass vampire but love and a pesky curse defanged me and now i'm just a big fluffy puppy with bad teeth oh jeez he's got the best <laughs> no. narrator voice <laughs> No, not the hair. Never the hair. But there must be some way I can show my appreciation. No, helping those in need's my job and working up a load of sexual tension and prancing away like a magnificent poop is truly thanks enough. Yes. I understand. I have a nephew who's gay, so say no more. Evil's still afoot. And I'm almost out of that Nancy boy hair gel I like so much. Quick. The Angel Mobile, away! <laughs> Sorry, I that, really love that. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. The to the Angel Mobile, away! It's very good. Uh, but yeah, so Spike talks about himself in the third person, which is always a good sign. Yes, Angel can expect a visit from his old pal Spike. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good times. Mm. So I don't um, want him to kill Angel, but I do like having Spike around. It's an issue. So, so your ideal scenario would have been like I don't know, Angel turning him good or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you could have buddy cop. Would he be the same if he was a good way? If he was a good way, if he was a good guy. I don't know if he'd be. If I would like him as much, because he'd probably be you know brooding and mopey like Angel is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just have this image of them both just like sitting in a corner together, like huddled, hunched up in their coats, facing away from each other. Their back, their chairs are back to back. Oh no, no, I was thinking more. I was thinking more. They're on lounge, so their face kind of facing away enough that they're at an angle from each other. So they're very pointedly not looking at each other. That's the image in my head. If any of our fans are artists, they should draw us what what this would look like. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. They both be brooding. Yeah, little little image of Spike and Angel brooding. I don't know. Spike doesn't seem the brooding type. No, he seems the kind that just gets drunk and complains about the fact that his girlfriend left him for a demon. Fungus mm. or doesn't chaos do that or in this episode. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't much mention Drusilla. I don't think he mentions her at all. Actually, I don't think either of them bring her up. No, they talk about Slutty, the vampire slayer. <sighs> yeah, they do. Um, but uh, Oz turns up. Yeah, he does, because he's the best. Mm. Um, and we have Cordelia printing an invoice, and she's very excited 
Because, you know, that means they're going to get money. Well, they might get paid. Yeah, as Doyle explains, that's an invoice, not yeah. actual money. I, I understand what he's saying, but she can be excited. It's exciting to, you know, bill the first person who's asked from them for help. Yeah. I mean, but, um, I, I filed away my first ever paycheck from my first job. I have it somewhere. Do you get checks? Uh, I did. We got, you know, paper pay stubs. Oh, oh okay, pay bef- stubs, okay. Yeah, and, and before you actually have your direct deposit set up, you will get an actual check, but once you set up the direct deposit, you just get the pay stub. But yeah. now it's all online, so I don't even get, like, physical pay stubs anymore. Nope. Yeah, I remember pay stubs. I hate them because I had piles of them. Because my parents like, keep those for tax purposes. You only really need to keep the very end of the year one, at least over here. Yeah. Yeah, same here. But they wanted me to keep all of them for some reason. I just remember having so many of these things that were just everywhere. And I just started... No, I started tearing them up and throwing them out. Nice. (laughs) At work. In the work bins. Gotcha. But anyways, uh, Doyle's making it awkward, so Cordelia is super happy to see Oz. Yeah, Oz and Cordelia get to have a touching reunion. Mm. We were all waiting for that. Or something. Yep. For about, like, two seconds, and then she's over it. Yeah, they got all caught up. Mm. The Scoobies are good, and he's good, and she's good, and it's all good. Yep. I love um, Oz and Angel greeting each other. Yeah. It's like these really, really short, sharp sentences. And, yeah, that's their relationship. Yeah, they would be the best buddy cop. That's all I'm saying. They they do have a good way of speaking to each other. They're just so similar and they're just like, yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't need to uh, have a bunch of flowery words. It's not what they're about. Nope. I like, and how, he... I like how Cordelia said she chose to help Angel. Yes, she's an actress. Does he have a hat and a gun? Just fangs. Well, that works. Yep. It's pretty good. Yep. Um, so Oz tells Angel about how um, Spike dug up the Ring of Amara, and Doyle's, like, so excited about the ring and, like, telling Angel to put it on. Yeah, I was like, um, so they both knew what it was? So Giles, in all his infinite wisdom, didn't know that it actually existed? Yep. And Doyle and Angel did. Okay. Yep. Seems likely. But, um, yeah, Angel decides not to put it on, and Cordelia and Doyle, sorry, yeah, Cordelia, Doyle, and Oz leave to go to the pub. Um, or a there, bar, probably. There was, there was the quote, is she still the brave little slayer, or is she moving around in the dark like, nobody here? Yes, uh, and... And Cordelia is able to recognize a point where she should shut up a little, like a few lines on. She's learning tact. Look at her growing up. Sorry, my my clock's going off again. Really need to take care of that. That must be an that must be annoying. Um, it doesn't go off when the lights are off, so it doesn't like wake me up at night. I never. So it's really... attached to light. Well, it has a sensor on it, so when the lights are off, it goes quiet. So, if you covered it in a blanket... 
Well, it's on the wall, so. Uh, I mean, I could just. So if you covered it in a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Next week, I will hide it under a pillow or something. I'll take it off the wall. Sorry, (laughs) I didn't even like I. It's been so long since it's made noise that I just kind of forgot that it does that. So what changed? I put batteries in it. Ah, okay. Yeah. Anywho. Um, yeah, Cordelia is learning tact. She's shying away from a subject that makes others uncomfortable. She's growing. Good for my, her. My baby's growing. Oh, boy. Um, so they all head off, and Angel goes and hides the ring in the sewers. Why does he just wear it? Like, I don't get, I don't get it. Because he's a Dark Avenger? But why? He'd be able to help so many more people if he just wore the stupid thing. Well, I think he thinks that, I think what he's saying at the end pretty much is that he thinks he would, um, you know, run off and be able to live a normal life if he wasn't confined to the dark. And to to help people he needs, and to help people he needs to be, you know, confined to the dark. Yeah. Where he He helps people. He needs to be. In the dark. <laughs> He's funny. I'm hilarious. I'm not appreciated <laughs> for it nearly as much as I should be. Yeah, I didn't get the whole oh. not wanting to wear it thing. I really didn't. Yeah, and me, me either, honestly. Like, I've heard his reasoning at the end of the episode, but other than that, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just wear the damn thing. Yep. Yeah, and... Like, uh, just, be a little bit selfish. Just a little bit. But he would probably run yep. straight back to Sunnydale. Mm. Um, so we skip to the next morning uh-huh. where um, uh, Doyle is hungover. Yeah, he drank a little too much. Mm. He wanted one of those um, head-splitting visions so that he could die. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, meanwhile, Angel still does Tai Chi. Yeah, we see that. I always like that. Mm. And, uh, Rachel calls, um, because Lenny was let out of jail on a technicality. Of course he was. So he has to go over and check on her and make sure everything's okay. And then Mm. Spike's there. Yeah, Spike's waiting in his garage. Yeah, he is. I love their banter so much. I do like a good angel spike bout. It's very good. Yes. Yeah, he had yes, a plan. He, he, he had a plan, but he got antsy, so he abandoned yeah, the plan. He, he got he got bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just can't wait. Um. So they have a fight, and I love how he starts making suggestions for um future careers for Angel. He's like, "What about vampire cowboy?" Or vampire ballerina, oh, and Angel goes, "I do, I do love working with my legs." And then kicks Spike. It's very good. Um, Cordelia and Doyle turn up, and he's like, "How nice to see you, Cordy. You look good." Yeah, you he, you look smashing, and she's like so swept up in the compliment for a second. She's like, "Oh he's yeah, there's this great Jim." Yeah, you you're just you're just talking. Yeah. And so. Uh, he slinks away. 
Yep, for now, he's going to get that ring. Mm-hmm. He vows I... to. Yep. Uh, horse bike. Yeah, and then they... Where do they determine to go? Do they go to Doyle's? They, uh, yeah, they, they decide to go to Doyle's, be, so Spike can't track down Cordelia, and Cordelia doesn't see why she can't stay at her place until Doyle points out that while Spike can't enter, he can burn the building down. Yeah, she's like, I wouldn't invite him in. That's not the problem. It's the rest of your building getting burned to the ground that's a problem. Yep. Basically, they're working so, on the find him before he finds us strategy. Yep. So while they go off, Angel goes to meet Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never noticed, actually, until this watch through today, that when Angel gets to the apartment and is talking to Rachel, he has to, like, awkwardly sidestep around a patch of sunlight. Yeah, I noticed that. It's pretty good. <laughs> I just thought that was so great. Like, just a great little detail. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, and we find out that the way her and Lenny's relationship keeps restarting is she breaks and she calls him. And brings him home, and it's good for a bit, and then he goes violent again. That's how abusive relationships work. Yep. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you as a person. A lot of people have have put up with this because of the they love the person, but <laughs> the way that the person is treating you is not love, and it's not worth the little amount of good that comes along. Exactly, but quote unquote start over. I think these people don't think they deserve anything better. Is often one of the issues. I I know exactly how that feels, because the person tells them they don't deserve anymore, and then when you're here, that's all you're hearing from the person that you love. You're gonna start to believe it, and it's crap. So, people shouldn't Uh have to put up with that. Yeah. So get out. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, yeah, she she agrees to leave him with Angel's help, which is good. I mean, yeah, we'll see if it sticks, because she probably has said that before. Yep. Always goes um, Probably, but we'll see what happens. I mean, she's, uh, she's scared to leave, but she's also scared yeah, to stay, Spike, which is a good thing. Well, sorry, not Spike. Angel points out that you know, this time ended with her down a dark alley with a gun pointed at her. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen next time? Exactly. Mm. Um, so Cordelia fills Doyle in about Spike. Yeah. Uh, yep. Showing how bad he is. Um, Angel uses his stake things again. Mm-hmm. Always really good. Cool. Yep. And he, of course he finds Spike. And, of course, it's a trap. Of course. It's always a trap. Mm. So Spike leads Angel down an alleyway and, uh, you know, gets backed up against a chain link fence and he's like, oh, you got me. Well, Um, I guess I've got no choice but to come quietly and pay my debt to society. Not exactly. Mm. Angel gets uh, chained up because there was uh, one of Angel's lackeys. Not Angel's lackeys, Spike's lackeys. Yep. yep. Just you know, I've been I've been in LA for one day, and I already found a vampire lackey to help me out. Oh, good. Yeah, it's 
They've, they've got connections and links, undoubtedly. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Spike, oh, Spike goes around. No, actually, he wouldn't. Spike's his own man. Mm-hmm. I was th- for a second, I thought, would he drop, name drop Angelus? Then I'm like, no, he wouldn't. No, he doesn't care about Angelus. Angelus can go away. <laughs> Angelus can stay away. <laughs> uh-huh. he, he is Spike. Right. He doesn't need no man. So... Yeah, he don't need no one. Spike, you don't need a girlfriend. You don't need a sire. You don't need anything. You just be you, boo. Yeah, go go live your life. Cause some destruction in Europe. Yeah, basically what we're saying. Mm. Uh, so Cordelia and Doyle are getting worried because uh, Angel hasn't checked in with them. Yeah, I was like, you're right, Cordelia. And... is bad. Yeah, Doyle tries to assure Cordelia, going, he's probably found somewhere to, you know, hide out for the day. He's fine. Nice try. Didn't exactly work yep. out that way. But, uh, no, it turns out Spike's friend is a master at torture. He's an artist in the torture world. His name's Marcus. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was not a fan of Spike's hair color in this scene, it was more yellow than the white blonde that I'm used to, and I was not into it. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think they probably just had a problem with the dye because that was weird. Maybe. The dye or the lighting or something. It just didn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was white blonde in other parts of the show, but right. in this area, he was in this warehouse stuff. He was all yellow. Yeah. Yep. But um, he is not a fan of Marcus's chattering. He just wants to go on to the part where they cut bits off. Oh, yeah. Um, but Marcus, like, opens up Angel's shirt and is mm. some- says something about his skin being something or other, skin being really nice. And I was like, well, you don't, yeah, go-, when you don't no, go out into no the... scarring. Yeah. Well, first of all, when you don't go out into the, sk- the sun, your skin pretty much stays the same. Yep. But I, I mean, think he was more used to the fact there was no scarring. He hasn't gotten into a ton of fights, just a few. Well, he he's two hundred and forty something years old. He's protected the assets, <laughs> his face and his chest, basically. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, Spike's so not about it. He's like, do, "Do I need to give you to a room because I just want my ring?" Yeah, that's all he wants. He wants the information. Give me the info. Yeah. Um, Angel at one point said it wouldn't go with Spike's outfit, which I thought is a hilarious line. It's pretty good. Like, well, Spike can change his outfit. Yeah, he can wear whatever he wants to match his pretty, pretty <laughs> ring. Mm. Um, so, Angel goes, are you going to torture me or just bore me to death? Uh, well, they're going to start, you know, torturing him, so they... Stab through him with a really hot poker, basically. Yeah. Although there is the part just before that where Spike loses his temper and he's like, "I'll just do it myself." And he grabs a stake. He grabs a, a shard of wood and he says, um, "Stake. I'll just stake me, old sire." And Marcus is like, "He know you. He knows you won't do it." Yeah, because he kind of needs information, so he's not going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, meanwhile, Angel starts picking apart Spike's plan. Being like, uh, you know you've hired a vampire, right? <laughs> um, 
why won't he just take the ring and Spike's all smug going, I thought of that. Yeah, and what did you think of that? He thought he wouldn't want it because he only cares about torture. Lies. Yeah, he does want the ring. Yeah, Spike, think about it. How many more people can get his hands on if he can go out in the daylight? Exactly. Any, so, any um, vampire would be able would be willing to do that. Yep. Um, so then, Spike tells Angel about Buffy and Parker. Yeah, Slutty the Vampire Slayer didn't have the same ring to it. It's probably why they didn't no. go with that. But I love this little exchange. Spike goes, she's cute when she's hurt, and Angel says, cuter when she's kicking your ass. I mean, he's not wrong. So Spike leaves to go look for the ring at Angel's place. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a total mess. Yep. He just broke everything. Mark, yeah. Yeah. And um, he runs into Cordelia and Doyle, and he wonders why good guys run in packs. Yeah. Um, because that's how you get things done. Mm. Uh, so Marcus, with a crossbow, it's kind of hilarious. <sighs> yes, she's like all so serious about it. So she tell, sorry, Spike tells them that they need to uh, get him the ring, or he'll kill Angel. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Mm. Meanwhile, so Marcus is driving me nuts by this point with him going, what do you want, Angel? I get what he's trying to say. He's like, you don't want the ring of Amara, so what do you want? Like, trying to figure him out. But um, he has this whole thing about light and dark and then starts shooting holes in the roof. Yeah. And Angel says something about wanting forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, that comes up up later. I was like, oh, hell. Yeah, the, ah, Angel, the, the, you precious, precious thing. Yeah, the shooting of the holes in the roof so the sun comes in was pretty genius. It's very good. Yep. Clever, clever one, this Marcus. Mm-hmm. So Doyle uses... Um, oh, yeah, well, Doyle uses demon powers to find the ring. Meanwhile, Angel almost manages to stake Spike. Almost. He was so close. Yeah. That would have been a sad ending. Oh, yeah. For Spike, I mean. Uh-huh. It would have been like, oh, oh, after all this time, you got staked by a guy who didn't even have his hands available. Dang. That would be terrible. <laughs> terrible way to go. But, um, yes, Spike, uh keeps his deal with Cordelia and Doyle. Mm-hmm. So they turn up and give him a fake ring. Yeah. Which doesn't make him happy. Nope. Not um, exactly. And meanwhile, Oz bursts in in his van to save Angel. Oz to the rescue! Why did they bring the real ring with them? I have no idea. It yeah, it was a bad strange. idea. Because yeah. guess who gets the ring? Oh, and? Oh, um, just quickly, uh, how was Doyle able to find the ring by demon-facing in the sewers? Sniffed it out. 
That's so weird. He, like, turned to demon face, and I was like, so that gives him superpowers? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know Uh, why they brought the real ring, because he knows what it looks like, and they don't, I don't know if they thought they could get a good enough replica in the short time that they had. Maybe that's why. Who knows? Because he knows what it looks like. Yes. They wouldn't just be able to say any old ring was the Ring of Amara. No, they need something that looks exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But, yes, they... Marcus gets the ring. Yeah. Which is bad. Because, Uh do you know what Marcus really likes? What does he really like? Children, I think is what it was. (laughs) Yes, yes. I I love uh, Spike's final part. He's really pissed off and he... Steps into the sunlight and yeah, is set on fire. His head sets on fire. Reminded yep, and he so hopes much, that... It reminded me so much of Home Alone. I don't know if you've seen those <laughs> movies, but... The guys yes, I gets, have. Yeah, the guy gets sets on fire a couple of different times. Yeah, but Spike hopes Adrian and Marcus kill each other. Yeah, that's what he's hoping for. I can't blame him at this point. Yeah. But, um, so Cordelia wants to take Angel to a hospital, but, you know, the whole he doesn't have a heartbeat would probably raise some suspicion. Yep. And he needs to go save children, so Oz pulls a very cool turnaround, a U-turn, and heads back to wherever they think Marcus will be. Yes, they seem to find him quite easily. He's on the pier. Well, maybe uh, Angel's a really good tracking dog. Obviously. And he's found some targets, and he's, like, heading over to them. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the van turns up, and Angel just dives out of it, and, um... Yeah, they go into the water. Yeah, well, yeah, he dives and tackles Marcus into the water, and they fight beneath the pier. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um... He stakes him to get him up against one of the pier posts and then takes the ring. Yep. Yeah, he did pretty well for himself. And so he puts the ring on. Woo! So nice to see him in daylight. He steps out and Oz says he's very pale. Paler (laughs) than most people. Incredibly pale. I was like, yep. Oz is the king of obvious statements because he says it more than once. Because mm. he says it to Angel and then he says it to Cordelia and Doyle. Yep. Um, you're, you're incredibly pale. And then he goes, he's pale. <laughs> yes, we know. Yep. He hasn't been in the sun forever. No, he hasn't. He Well, actually, he did step out in season three. No, wait. No. No, the sun didn't rise. Wait, what was I thinking about? I have no idea. No idea. The dream he had where Buffy burned up? Maybe. Maybe I got myself confused for a second. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, yeah, the sun didn't rise. I was like, wait, wasn't he out in the sun in a men's? No, wait, the sun didn't rise. That's right. Because I was trying to connect in my head why he didn't die. (laughs) (laughs) That would probably be That's right. But, um, yeah, Angel gets to watch the sunset. Yeah. It was very nice. And Doyle, well, Doyle's 
like really all like, you know, you're going to see loads of these. And then Angel has decided to get rid of the ring. Yeah. And I still don't under really, really understand his reasoning why, but basically he's Batman. So he oh. has to work at night is basically what it comes yeah. down to. He feels that the gem of Amara would only appear like redemption, the redemption he seeks and keeping it will make him forget how many people are forced to live in the darkness, needing a champion to defend them from what seeks to hurt them. I guess. So, yeah, Doyle's unconvinced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, but so... he, uh, he smashes it. Yep. And, and, uh, and there was a your mom joke at the end. <laughs> well, before that, Doyle says that Rachel is called to thank Angel, saying she found a little faith. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, yeah, they're like, um, I, he goes to Doyle, I don't know about you, but I had a pretty good day. And Doyle looks at him and Angel goes, you know, except for the bulk of it where I was nearly tortured to death. You know, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. So. I wonder where Spike went. <laughs> I don't know. But I want to. <sighs> I want to go with him. Why doesn't he get his own show? Well, he should get his own. He's show. a bit old now. Yeah, but he should have gotten his own show back then. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, and Spike. Yeah. What would Spike do on his own show? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. Hmm. Not nothing. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's thinking. I am thinking. I, don't know. I, I got nothing. He, because he's I not a good guy, a... so he's not gonna be exactly fighting against evil. Hmm. Interesting. I got nothing. You just, just I don't know. Have him wandering the streets at night, getting into fights with other vampires. Yeah, because much. he likes fighting. He does. It's true. Okay. It could just be like a, could be like a, a drama series. Yeah. It's a soap opera. It's just his quest to get back with Drusilla. Exactly. Oh man. I wish I was good at writing scripts. I'd be on it. <laughs> Taking it to Joss Whedon and being like, Joss, do it. This. This. Do it. Do oh. it now. Everything. Just like put James Masters in a time machine. Yep. Pretty much. It's not that he hard. Like now. Does he still look the same? James Masters. Yeah. Um, he, he looks older. But like not like... Don't go Googling shit. I'm just going to look at pictures. Yeah. Oh, he he didn't age that well. He didn't age terribly. Not terribly, but he's not he's not Spike anymore. Sad day. No, but he's like fifty five. He did age better than Xander did, I will say that much. Mm. And he's also older than Xander. I know. I understand that. I'm just saying oh, yeah. that Xander did not. But he's age doing well. pretty well. Yeah. Um right, so we've done international titles already. Mm-hmm. 
Lame. Yep. Is there anything else you want to say about this episode? Nah, still don't really. I'm not. I do not um, think that what Angel did with the ring was a good decision, but I have to respect it because he smashed it, and I really have no other choice. <laughs> it was a badass okay. ring, though. I will say that. Yeah. What are we going to rate this episode? Um, this one also got an eight from me. Same good. here. Yeah. The Buffy and the Angel shows kind of are on the same kilter now. They kind of... When one's good, the other's pretty good, too. Because they kind of, you know, go together. Yep. Like peanut um, butter and jelly. Your favorite moment? My favorite moment, I think, was the Oz ramming into the warehouse to rescue Angel. It's mm. pretty badass. Mine has to be Angel jumping from the van to a- to attack Marcus and save the kids. Save the children! Yeah. Won't anyone think of the children? It's always about the children. That's why we that's why exactly. we make the decisions we do over in America. It's always because of the children. Uh-huh. Or something. Or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and your character shout-out. It's going to Oz, actually. Because I like yeah. some Oz. He went to L.A. just to, like, drop off the ring and kind of be done and play with his band. And then he ended up being the reason that Angel got out of his hellish situation. Yep. He's good. good old I like, hero Oz. Yeah, and he's the the short lines and the quips and the Captain Obvious stuff he's got going on. Oz forever. Oz forever. <laughs> um, yeah. Mine is guest, going. Since he was kind of guesting on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Worked out. Mine is going to go to Spike. Mm-hmm. For determination. He did really try. He stuck to his guns about the Ring of Amara. He didn't just give up. Yeah, he didn't go, right, what's the next plan? He went, no, this is a good plan. I've got to get my hands back on it Yeah, but and try again. He forgot, He abandoned the plan because <laughs> he got too antsy. Yep. yep. He, he, he uh, needs some practice with patience. Yeah, well... That's probably why things aren't, didn't work out with him in Harmony. He had no patience for her shit. He should work on that. He, but he's got unlimited indulgence for uh, Drusilla. Drusilla and Harmony are two very different people. And That is true. Uh, him and Drusilla also have a common ancestor, as it were. Yes. That's true as well. And she's not a insufferable teenager. No, she's older. Exactly. And older again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. For, for forever old. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not that old when you think about it. Are you sure? I I mean, um... Do we know when, when she was turned? Yeah. Yeah, late... Oh, mid-1800s was her flashbacks as being a human hmm. back in season two, I remember. It was like 1850-something, I think. Hmm. 
We probably got a date, my... but I didn't pay that much attention yeah, to it. Yeah, it might have actually even been later than that. Okay. Okay. So, okay. yeah, it just depends how old she was when they turned her, is what I was saying about her being, you know, probably not that old. Gotcha. But anyway, so <laughs> next episode's title, mm-hmm. I Fall to Pieces. Okay. I've actually been giving this some thought, and most of this comes from an episode of Criminal Minds that I watched one time. Maybe Criminal Minds? Anyway, um, in the episode of Criminal Minds that I was thinking of while thinking of this title was this guy was um, kidnapping people and cutting off their limbs to, like, try to give his wife a leg because she lost it in, like, an accident or something. don't really remember the premise of the episode, but he was cutting off people's legs to try to attach it to his wife's, you know, stump. And so maybe there are people being kidnapped and a demon of some sort is falling, falling to pieces. (laughs) And he has to keep using people's limbs to have an actual full body. So kind of along the lines of when the one kid was making a Frankenstein for Frankenstein woman for his brother, but the guy is using it, uh, the demon is using it for his own body, maybe. Demon is kidnapping people to replace his limbs that keep falling off. Yep, pretty much. That's what we're going with. Okay. That's what we're going with. Perfect. Uh, so, I think that's everything for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, as always, for tuning in. Uh, once again, sorry for any audio issues. I really don't know how to fix my laptop at the moment. Uh, if you'd like to contact us and uh, berate me for my bad audio, you can email us, mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Or you could tell her that it's not really that big of a deal and she needs to chill. Our website's mmpodcastnetwork.com. We're on Facebook, mmpodcastnetwork, Twitter, mmpnetwork, and you can tweet me personally at m underscore a underscore bicket. Marissa, where can lovely people find you? Only nice people can find you, by the way. Mean people stay away. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a very fragile person. I can't take uh, criticism that well. That all goes to Mel. Um, people can tweet me nice things at rissaru 312 and I, as always, would like to ask everybody to rate and review us on iTunes so more people can find this awesome show and so they can, you know, enjoy all the uh, ups and downs with our audio equipment. So until next time, guys, we will slay you later. <laughs>